0: Great day everyone. I am not a salesperson. I'm a leader. I have zero interest in sales. Have you said that or do you know someone else that has said that? Listen, in importance of selling yourself. Let's learn to lead above the grind and let's get started. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. Super excited to be back here with you today. And this is your cup of inspiration, revelation, and wit for today's savvy leaders. So, this is season six and it is episode 74. And today is a really special day because it's my birthday. So in the six, in the six seasons of doing the show, we have never had a season where my birthday has fallen directly on the same day of the show. So that's really interesting. Um, and so we're really excited to be here with you today. Before we get everything started, we're going to go through a couple of housekeeping items. As a special birthday gift to me, please pause right now, whatever you're doing, and share this video. There is someone who's going to take something important away from this conversation and this discussion. So please share the video. Don't forget to comment. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from, and you know how we do it here. Don't forget to tell us what you have in your cup. So, and with that, I'm going to get us started. My name is Rhonda Y. Williams. I'm your host for the show. I help leaders so that they can reduce negative stress and get bigger and better results in their life. I'm the founder of Leadership Above the Grind Mentoring and Coaching Academy, and we just had a milestone this week in the academy where we've had our first group coaching session and we've got our participants in the academy and we are rolling. So super, super excited about the progress that we're making At the Leadership Above the Grind Mentoring and Coaching Academy, never, never underestimate the power of a decision. So if you want to learn more, you can visit leadershipabovethegrind.net and find out more about what we do. So that's who I am. Let me tell you about my cup today and what I have in my cup. So this is my cup, and I don't know if y'all can read it, but my son Damien gave me this cup yesterday, and it says, my favorite child gave me this mug. Now. My other children might have a little something to say about that. Listen, I'm just accepting all gifts. I'm not judging them at all. I'm just accepting. So in my cup, I have coffee today, so that's who I am. Let's introduce our amazing caffeinated co-host and then I get to introduce you to our wonderful special guest today. So uh, Ms. Roz Jones, great day to you.
1: Hello everybody, I'm Roz Jones CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, where we help expand the life of your loved one. Why do I do it? I do it to help the caregiver reduce that SOS on their journey, which is being stressed, overwhelmed, and providing safety and security. When you can't do it all, give us a call. And today I do have my cup, today. da da I have pomegranate. I have pomegranate in mind. Yeah, pomegranate tea, honey, lemon, and then I got another cup over here I won't tell y'all about. I'm gonna turn it back over to Rhonda. <laughs>
0: All right, Miss Miss Roz. In that other cup, that's going to be my birthday cup later. That's that's. I'm gonna have some of that stuff in my.
1: Absolutely. As soon as I get done with work, I'll send it to you. Yes, ma'am.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Roz. Great day. Uh, good evening to you, Mireille. Good evening,
2: everyone. This is Mireille, the great engineer with you today. I'm really happy to be here. And uh, I'm, you know, the CEO and, uh, and Managing Director of MT Energy Resources. I'm an engineer by background, but I am all about greatness. Making sure you understand that you have greatness inside of you, and step into this power. And, and I'm, foc- I'm focusing on women who are working in male-dominated environment. So, in my cup today, I have uh, lemon tea. So that's gonna be Thanks. my drink before going to bed today. So, thank you and welcome.
0: All right, thank you so much, Marae, and uh, and so now I have the pleasure of um, introducing our special guest for today. I have known this gentleman so for some. So many years, I can't even remember the first year we met. But when I first met him, he was known as the sales cardiologist. And being a clinician and being a nurse, that always sticks with me. So Shay, just so that you know, you will forever be the sales cardiologist in my book. Okay, so super excited to have you. Welcome to the show, Mr. Shay Brown. Please introduce yourself, tell everyone who you are and the brilliant work that you do in the world, and then share what's in your cup.
3: What's well, a great day, Rhonda? And let me first say, happy birthday to you. Yes, I couldn't think of a better place to be than right now, in this moment, in this time, than celebrating you being alive. And for all that you do, having this, this coffee with Rhonda and how you share is totally amazing. And you change lives not every day, but every hour. Every time someone goes back mm. and watch the replay, every time I hear a message from you again, you are changing lives and all of your co-hosts as well. For those folks that meet me for for the first time, I'm just like you. I'm an average guy, by the way. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm, I'm just someone trying to do some good in the world as an entrepreneur that's trying to help other entrepreneurs have the revenue. If you're an entrepreneur, you can tune in to have the revenue that is necessary to execute the big, big, big vision they have for the people they were called to serve. some of the entrepreneurs that are watching, this will be a, a very special episode, I believe, for you because I know you want to do more, have more, give more, share more with the services that you have for others. And if you're not an entrepreneur, you'll still be able to, to really enjoy this because I know you want to have more influence and more impact. And that's how Rhonda started off saying, Shay, I'm just a leader. No, leaders have influence. Leaders have impact. And leaders every day are, are making a sale as well. So I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thank you, Rhonda. Thank you, Mirella. And thank you, Roz, for having me here
0: wonderful all right so you got a little cup sitting over there what you got
3: my cup now inside this cup is the most important drink in the world by the way it's needed to fuel your body it's needed to stay awake it's needed to do everything you need to do okay it's not what y'all think it is okay it's it's water so i have water h2o inside of my cup by the way so i'm I'm excited (laughs) to have this cup right next to me i didn't have a bottle i put a cup Water and, 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 and it's tap water. No, 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 no. This, this is not. You know, I know some of you folks out there. Y'all got the fancy smancy water. Right. This came right out of my refrigerator, Samsung refrigerator, and I just hit the button, and it's filtered. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's good, <laughs> and it still
1: works. I, right? it still works. Oh Lord, just water.
0: Oh my goodness, Uh, y'all are getting started already. You can tell this is going to be a good one. You guys, if you have not shared the video, please share this video out because we are just getting started. So before we move forward, let's say good morning to a few folks out there. My darling sister is out there. Regina, good morning. Coming to you from New Jersey, I have yummy coffee in my cup. Great to see you this morning, Regina. Tamiyako is out there as well, joining from Dallas. She has water in her cup. Hey, Tamiyako, great to see you this morning. Mom is out there as well. Happy birthday to my beloved daughter. Good morning, mother. Great, thank you so much for tuning in. And then Amina is out there. Happy birthday, dear Rhonda. Hello, all. Amina, all the way from Johannesburg. Amina is so happy to have you joining us. Thank you so much. And Amina says she has hot chocolate with a pinch of coffee for that much needed energy in her cup. Absolutely. And then uh, my brother is out there joining as well. Happy birthday to my wonderful sister. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's a family affair. Y'all can see on this show, right? It's all about the family. So let's we're going to dive into our discussion today because I really want to dive into this. I I found out something interesting as I was preparing for the show. And I'm interested to get your thoughts on um, all of your thoughts on this. Let me share something with you. As I was thinking about how do we take this conversation? This is about selling. Every single day we're selling, but if y'all are like me, if you mention sales to me, I'm like, ew, ew. like I don't, I'm that icky stuff. Sales? I don't want to do any. I don't, don't want to do anything about sales. And Mr. Shay Brown is helping me understand the power and the impact and the importance of me leaning in to sales. And so here's here, here's something I found. Take a look at this. <laughs> So, uh, so that went by really quickly. So y'all didn't get to see it, <laughs> but what it said was there's a definition. Uh, so when I looked up the definition of leader, it says someone with authority or influence. When I looked up the definition of selling, it said some, uh, it said uh, influencing others towards an action or an outcome. I said to myself, leading is selling. Leading is selling. So I just want to pause for a moment there and get everybody to reflect on how you're showing up in your life. If you're a leader, if you're an entrepreneur, if you've got a product, if you're a service, leading yourself and is selling yourself, right? Is that accurate? I don't know. Let me know what y'all think about that. So Marae, let's go to you first. What do you you think about that? And I'm going to circle around so we can get Shay's thoughts on this as well.
2: Oh, it's uh, it's a it's a great question. What do I think about it? I think we're selling all the time. I mean, every single time, even with our children, we sell. So, uh, if we want to influence them, we have to be able to sell to them the perspective that we want them to have. So, I think it's uh, leading is definitely selling. You have to sell at some point. It's not the whole process, but you you have to have an element of selling. Uh, because you, you encounter people who are not on the same, uh, you know, who, does, who don't have the same perspective. So you need to be mm-hmm. able to explain to them and to, to show what they can, you know, the benefit that they can have by following you or by buying your product or by listening to you or by implementing what you want them to do. So I think it is, uh, it is, very, it is linked.
1: Definitely.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Marae. Roz, are you selling something besides your caregiving services? What are you selling?
1: Honey, I'm selling every day, all day long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, as as I listen to the definition and, and I've also heard Shay talk, you know, from the time we get up and open our mouth and come in contact with people, we are giving them a story and a reason to connect. We are giving them a reason to connect. And from our stories and from what we do every day, people connect to us because of that. There's something about us, something they like, something they want. And then from that, we're influencing them to take an action to solve a solution. And what do they want? What do they need to solve that solution? It could be a course. It could be an ink pen. It could be a book, a notepad, a swimming lesson, whatever it is. Because we're in their lives, it's easy for us then to go ahead and to influence them and impact them to change their life, give them a solution. And then sometimes and sometimes that includes a product.
0: Mm, love that. So, Shay, you've heard sort of us talk about our, our thoughts about selling and the connection to leading. Um, what are your thoughts on those definitions? And then just in general, how do you approach selling and what it is for people like me that are going oh i don't want to sell <laughs> yeah
3: so so Rhonda, so so you're not alone and those folks that are listening are not alone for those folks that have this whole uh notion about sales because of what's going on in our world by the way um our society has put this negative stigmatization on selling as if it's the last job in the world right it's, it's the worst job you could possibly have because you're a sleazy a uh, car salesman with plaid pants on, a purple shirt and a red hat trying to convince someone to do something that they don't want to do. And, and so I understand why you would have that feeling. Um, let me tell you a quick story. So, so there I was. I was working with a client about seven years ago They might be just like you, by the way. They were an entrepreneur or they were in business and didn't see themselves in sales. They had a high resistance to selling. And and I share something with them. I'm going to give you three words that I share with them that that created a breakthrough because they said, I really don't want to come across as selling, Shay. I just want to do what I do really, really well. And Ron started off talking about leaders and just want to influence. So let let me just share something that I share with them. And I believe it's going to create a breakthrough. If you're someone that have a big heart that's ready to serve, if you're someone that already has your skills and your expertise, If you're someone that's been through some things and you know that what you've learned you can help someone else because of your skill, because of your expertise, because of your knowledge. You listen very, very carefully. Now, think about this for a moment. This is what I shared with Cynthia, by the way. Preachers every single week are selling faith, right? Like it or not, right? Teachers every single day, and God bless all the teachers out there, by the way. I have two sons who went to school. I went to D.C. public schools. You know, teachers are selling education every day when they get up. Parents, I'm a parent, got two boys. Yesterday, I had the pleasure of seeing my niece walk across the stage at Howard University and graduate as well. And parents, every day, we're selling what? We're selling values. Brush your teeth, pay attention, do your best thing. <laughs> we're always selling something. And the biggest sale you have to make every single day, and the biggest sale you got to make to yourself right now, I got to take some water because I'm with, I'm with coffee with Rhonda, you know. <laughs> ah, there we are. The biggest sale you have to make every single day is to yourself. So, Shay, what is the idea that you share with her? What's the one idea? And how many ideas do you really need to change your life? One. Because one good idea, write that down in your notes, one good idea implemented is better than a thousand ideas you have right now. And, Rhonda, here's the answer to your question that's created a breakthrough for a number of my clients and myself, as included, who hated selling. Don't see myself in sales either. And here it is. Put this in your notes. Selling equals service. Put that in your notes right now. Selling equals mm-hmm equals service. I'm going to say it one more time so you hear it nice and slow. Selling equals service. And so when you serve, you can sell. Now, selling is a bad thing if you're selling drugs to kids, right? Selling is a bad thing to try to sell alcoholic, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, liquor to someone who has an alcoholic problem. Some of that nature, there are some ways. But other than that, if you are serving, you are selling. If you're an entrepreneur right now and your bank account doesn't reflect how good you are, it's a result of how well you're showing up to serve. If you're someone who wants to get to entirely different levels, not how do I sell? It's every morning wake up and serve. And here's my number one philosophy, Rhonda. I'm coming back over you now. And this, this will help you now. Selling a service, selling a service, selling a service. Shay, why is that? Because selling is about education. So every day, can you go out there and educate people that there's a problem on the planet? People will pay you today if you help them solve a problem today. Number two, can you show up every day and share how you solve that problem? So, selling is about education. Selling is about, yeah, selling is about education. And then, selling is about leading. You lead them on how you solve that problem. So, you ain't got to convince anyone or persuade anyone. And last, selling is about moving people to action. And so when you come from a place of service, it changes. And Ronnie gave a definition earlier, and I don't know about that definition. And maybe it's out there on Google somewhere, but I'm part of the Puff Daddy generation, okay? I got my AARP card. I got Remix version on everything. Let me give you the shape-round definition. This is the new age of selling. You, this is your own definition you need. Selling is service. And my number one philosophy, coming to you now, Ronnie, I got on a rant. My number one philosophy is love what you do so much that you feel bad when you don't serve people and you go to bed at night, put your head on the pillow and you didn't ask someone if you can serve them, you didn't put out there that you can serve them, then you should feel bad. That's my sales philosophy. Selling the service. Back to you, Rhonda.
0: Oh my goodness. Shay, there's so much gold in there. That was amazing. I absolutely love it. Selling is service. Simple. It's easy. It's simple. It's straightforward. Wow. Selling is service. All right. So, we're going to come back to that. And I want to get you, because you said a lot there, and i want to get Roz okay. and Murray to react to some of what you heard Shay just say in terms of our, the mindset around. So this is what you helped me do many, many years ago, Shay. You planted that seed in my brain. You helped me see. I thought I was coming from the perspective that I'm it, almost like I was trying to give someone something that they didn't want or they didn't need. And you really helped me reframe my mind because I am so passionate about leadership. I absolutely believe every leader deserves a coach, some education, some development, some investment. And because I want to serve them in that way, I have to be selling. Right. That is in service. Um, of the leaders that absolutely deserve what I can offer them. So I love that. I'm excited. So let's go to uh, Roz. We're going to do your caregiver chronicles because uh, I love I love them all. Um, so we're going to do that real quick. And then I want to come back and get you all to react to what Shay just shared. And how are you thinking about selling? in? And did you hear anything that helps you think about your positioning in the world and how you show up in the world in full service and in full sales mode? Because it sounds like that's what we need to be doing. So we'll do that right on the other side of the Caregiver Car Chronicles.
1: And Ross, I'm the CEO and owner of Jacksonville Best Caregivers and coming to you with another episode of the Caregiver Car Chronicles. Today we are talking about the role of a caregiver which is both physical and emotional. What more but I'm just going to shoot you three. The first one is the household activities to take care of which is managing bills, meal prep, grocery shopping, The house has to stay clean number two is managing medical care which is both doctor's appointments and medication number three watching for signs and symptoms so with the medication you have to watch for to see if they're having side effects either good or bad and then so far as the physical part you have to watch for the same thing either decline or improvement i'm ross jones with the caregiver car chronicles So I
0: think those segments are so important for us to bring in because most of us, particularly at our age, we are caring for someone. Even if we're not doing it up close and personal every day, from an in-house perspective, you might be caring for a loved one from a distance. You might have an elderly parent that you are helping them to stay on course. So always giving us things to think about. So thank you, Roz, um, for your message in that. So Roz, let's come to you. And what you heard in Shay say about selling its service, any any thoughts or comments about that?
1: Um. You know, every time I hear Shay, I learn something, and 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 I hold on to it. I remember him saying one time, success leaves clues, and failure leaves data. And when he and, and when he talks about that for me, so far as with the sales, is that the clues for us as leadership is through our service. You know, people see. You know, we're we're, we're leaving clues. We're leaving information. We're educating them through what we do as 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 we serve. So either when, you know, when we're successful and we leave these clues, we're educating people, we're impacting people, we're doing things to show them, you know, uh, about sales. And when he said about the service part, then that really hit me is because I serve all the time. You know, I, I get teased all the time and say, you know, Ros, you're the hardest working woman in in healthcare. It's because I love it. I can work 18, 19 hours a day. I can go 24 seven. I breathe it, I eat it, I I mean, I live it. And that's where the Caregiver Car Chronicles came from because I'm in my car and and, and I'm just doing it. I love it, I love it so much to when I can't get it right, it hurts, it bothers me. You you understand what I'm saying? I mean, right here. So um, what what Shay said, it has encouraged me and I hope that it has encouraged others because a lot of times when we're doing work we think that we're not making an impact. If you listen to what Shay said, as passion, your passion, your passion is a part of your selling. So I just wanted to thank Shay for that. But yeah, yeah. it um, that part right there, the service part really connected for me. Thank you, Shay. Thank you
0: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely thank you so much for that Roz and uh emma ray i want to come to you in a second i want to acknowledge someone on linkedin if your name is not showing up on linkedin it's because you have not given either your browser or stream yard the ability to show your name it's weird if you want your name to show up you can always go over to the youtube just type in coffee with ronda and you can watch us live there i'm not sure why that works out but this person said leading is indeed selling showing up and getting results absolutely and then regina says shay welcome and thank you for those golden nuggets a puff daddy fan selling is leading education moving into action and did i offer service today aka sell she says shay i got it got the message Mm -hmm. received loud and clear so marae what 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 did you take away from shay's message
2: no, I think the message of um, serving is very strong because I've, that's not how a lot of people see sales. Sales, you know, people see sales from their own point of view, what they can gain instead of serving, which is taking into account you know, the the needs and of the people that you, you want to sell to. And, and I think that's sometimes the blockage and that's why, you know, people like you Rhonda and like me say, mm, selling, no, that's not, that's not my cup of tea because we forget that it's all about serving. It's about bringing solution to a problem to, to somebody. And, and that's, that's actually create a bad name to, to selling. And, mm-hmm. and and I really like the fact, even for my, myself, I really like, like the fact that now I understand it's about serving, it's about bringing solution, it's about education more than anything. And, uh, and what really blocks people is that they just focus on the end product, which is normally the financial gain, instead of looking at the process and what they really bring on the table in terms of creating value for the person that they actually uh, sell, selling to, so mm-hmm. I, I really like this, um, you know, this this information because I've never seen it like that.
0: Yeah, and you no. know what,
1: Rhonda, I, I want to say.
0: Absolutely, Roz, go ahead. I,
1: I, I just want to say this about Shay. That one word. Sometimes it only takes a word to change somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And what he said right there, I'm, I'm going to carry it with me forever. Mm-hmm. Selling a service, I will never forget that. Yeah. So I, I want to thank you personally for that. And and I want other people, I hope other people are listening and understanding the magnitude of the words that he just said. I'm done speaking, as they say on Clubhouse.
0: <laughs> thank you so much. So, Shay, let's come back to you now because one of the one of the questions that I have for you is what's the role that trust plays in this process? So I am I want to show up in service. I want to, whether I'm offering a product or service or whether I'm just trying to lead my team and get them to buy into my vision and or maybe that's something simple like a process or a procedure change. How do you get people to buy in? What's the role that trust plays in order for me to be able to effectively sell?
3: Sure, Let 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 me frame the conversation if I can, Rhonda, because the number one reason that entrepreneurs go out of business, according to Shea Brown, is lack of sales. It's like it's like the number one reason. Most entrepreneurs don't have a problem spending money to help other folks, but they have to have the money to do it. So jot this in your notes. This is another golden nugget. I mean, I know it's probably 50. I'm just bouncing all through the fiber optic lines right now. But this is so important that selling is the oxygen to any great business in history. Put that down in your notes. I mean, you know about selling the service. But, but selling is the oxygen to any great business in history. And imagine for a moment, and then I'm going to answer Ron's question about trust, but just, just, just imagine for a moment that um, we're, we'll go back to the Bible. Like, it, it, everything I learned, I learned in a Pentecostal church. Don't judge me. You don't have to follow, but you, at least it's a good book, by the way. My mom was a bishop back in the 70s when it wasn't popular being a bishop for a Pentecostal church. We only had 38 members with 25 kids. I was one of the kids. That means I got into a lot of trouble. right? But I learned a lot when I was there, and I still am in church. Imagine if you was just Noah for a moment, okay? Just imagine if you was Noah. It's in the good book, right? And you're Noah. And, and, and you as an entrepreneur, you've been given this vision, right? You've been, you've been given this talent. You're, you're ready to go change the world. Like, you know, you're going to save the world and make so much impact, but there's no resources. Like, imagine if Noah didn't have the resources to have someone work on his boat. Imagine if Noah didn't have the resources to get the wood, didn't have the resources to buy the nail. And maybe that's you right now. You're sitting there. And I'm going to get into why trust is important. You're sitting there right now and you, you can't believe any harder than you believe right now. Okay, You don't believe as much as you can. You don't need to pray about it anymore because the answer is here. Rhonda's in the building with coffee with Rhonda. Your prayers have been answered here today. The only thing holding you back is you need the revenue to purchase the resources. Maybe it's an assistant you need to pay attention. Maybe it's a graphics and design team. You need to pay attention. Maybe you want to leave your nine to five. And the only reason you can't leave your nine to five is there's no money. And I'm not saying money is everything, but cash flow solves a lot of problems. Come on, somebody. Or maybe you just want to be a nine to five millionaire. Now, you know what? I love my job. I got some clients, they love what they do, but they're like, can I be a nine to five millionaire? Is that okay? So let's now get back to the question. Now do you understand the importance Not of selling, but I'm going to give you one more distinction. I'm going to answer Rhonda's question because a distinction is an understanding beyond common knowledge, and this is very important. So I want you to listen like you've never listened before. Watch like you never watched Coffee with Rhonda before, but here it is. Put this in your notes. I'm glad you're taking notes. People will pay you today if you help them solve a problem today. So I want you to be in the problem-solving business. Even if you're a nonprofit, nonprofit don't mean no profit, by the way. But how can people have a value-for-value exchange to have a problem that is resolved? You're in a problem-solving business. When you come from that perspective, trust is important, okay? That was Rhonda's question. Trust is important. I was working with a client. They said, well, Shea, isn't trust and report so important? I spent so much time building trust. They got to like me. They got to trust me. They got to believe you. I told you, that's the old way, okay? I got the Shea Brown remix. Part of the puff daddy generation is getting worse as I get older. So let's remix the old way. They got to trust you. They got to believe you. They got to like you. Chica, 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 chica. The new way of thinking. Now, I'm glad, so glad you're here. You didn't show up with just coffee with Rhonda. You show up to change your business. You make more money, you can change your life. You make more money, you can leave your job. You make more money. I'm going to give you trust. You just make more income. You can send your kids to college of your choice. You can write a check. And I feel so good. I've been able to do that. God's blessed me for someone else to go to school. Isn't that a blessing? So let's talk about what the money's going to do for you. The new way is they don't have to like you, but they have to purchase the benefits you say you're going to deliver. Jot this down in your notes. People buy benefits. Put that in your notes. And that's the results you're delivering. That's the problem you're solving. People buy benefits. Yeah, they got to like you. Okay. They got to like, trust you. But at the end of the day, they buy the benefits you say you're going to deliver when there's an exchange of value for value. Mm-hmm. You, go to, you go buy a car. You ain't got to like the person, I bet. The price is right. You might buy the car. Right. If you're selling a service and you can help someone. And, and I love what Rod says about serving in the health industry. I don't know a better place to serve other than in the ministry than what she does every single day. And that is a ministry by itself, by the way. know. Don't, don't judge me. There's that Shea Brown Pentecostal side coming out again. But <laughs> it's important. So what's your takeaway? What can you take away from this conversation? I just said right now, how can I solve a problem? What problems do I solve? There's tangible problems. Those are tangible benefits. That means I solve something they can touch. Ross helps someone, they feel better, right? They, they look better. They, they're in a better environment. Let's just say that for example. Then there's the intangible problems, intangible benefits. I'm teaching them. I'm giving you something that you can walk away with. I don't want you to be motivated and excited and inspired. Once you're able to do something, intangible benefits are things they can't touch. See, when you make more sales, you make more money, but it's not about the money. When you make more sales and you learn the selling skills and how to do it in a way that serves ethically, you have higher confidence you have greater self-esteem, you go after larger accounts, you serve more people, you have more impact, you make a bigger difference in the world, and you make some dollars as well. Come on, that's pretty cool. Lady. Can't you do that? <laughs> so with that being said, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Trust is important, but what's more important is the benefits you say they're going to deliver. i give one more benefit, Ron, and I'll come to you. It's a little advanced, but you've been with me now for, I don't know, 33 minutes. So I'm going to give you advance. There's tangible benefits. Got it, Shay. I used to sell sales training. They could get their selling skills, but that's not what they wanted. Got to say, there's intangible benefits, things they can't touch. Right now on this show, you might be feeling some good vibes. You can't touch it, but you're going to feel good. You have more energy, more clarity. That's my here around to speak. I'm like, God, God, I just feel better. But then there's also what's called the benefit of the benefit of the benefit. I'm going somewhere so those folks that are just serving now can serve with benefits. The benefits of sales training that I sold is that you get sales training. Nobody wanted that. The benefit of working with us is they made more money. No one wanted that. So that's the benefit of the benefit. Here's the last part. The benefit of sales, the benefit of money. What I was really selling is the benefits of the benefit is what the money would do for them. You know, you can write a check for health care insurance, which Roz can talk about and you get your own health care provider, it feels pretty good. I got a dermatologist, right? She's not in my network, but it feels good to be able to write a check. It's not about me. It's not about me. When you get to take a vacation and you get to upgrade, and Rhonda travels all over the world, but I wish I could travel like Rhonda, and you get to upgrade and go to a five-star place, or you get to upgrade your meal, or they treat you a little better because you're in a different room, it feels good. That's what the money would do for you. Or you write a check for a cause you believe in. So trust is important. You got to be credible. You got to be believable. That's life. But I want you to go beyond that. Once you start thinking about what benefits am I delivering and inside those benefits, that's why they pay me. If your bank account Ooh. doesn't know how good you are, it shows up in service. Back over to you, Rhonda.
0: So Shay, so that's, that's so good. That's so good. I hope you all are taking those. Wait, let me see what people are talking about out here. Um, so, Uh, First of all, let me back up a minute. Uh, All right, that's the one we read. Amina said, well summarized. Thank you, Shay. No half measures, uh, giving our best. Uh, D is out there. D said, Hey, D. She said, Selling is service is an excellent tip. An ex- absolutely, D. Mom said, Welcome, Shay. Heard so much about you. I'm telling you, I have been working and singing this man's praises for years. Love your energy and your passion for what you do. Michael's out there. Hey, Michael, thanks for joining us. No need to apologize. We know you're out there marketing so you can make some money. That's all good. And then Tammyako said, I was in car sales, sales and Shay is absolutely right. People are purchasing for the benefits.
3: And can I say one thing? Can I make absolutely. one quick point? And this is for all the folks that don't want to sell. And this is why we do what we do today. Let me just share that with you. Um, for those folks that are listening, you say, I don't want to sell. Or you're at the point, you're like, I don't be the number one salesperson. Like, it's okay. Like, if you are the leader of your company, you're the freaking evangelist. I know. There I go again with that thing, but you're evangelizing your message. You get up every single day because it's a message that you've been given, but you don't want to be the only person bringing in the revenue. Here's what I want you to hear. If you don't want to sell or you don't like to sell, the best thing you can do is hire someone who does. And I would suggest you look at bringing on a sales team to work in conjunction with you. Now, Shay, why do you say that? Because selling is a team sport. Right. You can only get so far by yourself. And before you get to mm-hmm. that next level, whether it's five hundred thousand dollars a year, whether it's a million dollars a year, or whatever the next level is for you, likely you know there's a team sport. You don't want to sell, you don't have to sell. You don't have to be the only person. The answer to who don't have to be you. Hire a sales team. Back over to you, Rhonda.
0: Yeah, no, that that's good, Shay. And 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 trust me, y'all, I I have I am talking. To about this because it is so important for where my business is right now. And I I, I follow the advice, right? Shay is my sales team. <laughs> Shay's a part of my sales team because I'm yeah. like, huh. Oh. So as we were launching the academy, true story, y'all. So we're launching the academy, and I'm going through the process of okay, I need to get my message out there. I've got an amazing you all met Christopher last week on the show, um, our brand brand master. Um, who makes and looks, uh, does the work in helping us look just amazing. And then I said, okay, but I need to sell. I've got to get this academy in front of people so that people understand what we are offering, the benefit of the benefit of the benefit, right, as Shay said. And so I'm going through all this. I'm talking to people and a light bulb goes off in my head you know the sales cardiologist. What are you doing? Why have you not picked up the phone and called Mr. Shea Brown, which was my next move, right? So again, I say that to say we can't all be experts in everything. Never hesitate to reach out and get someone on your team to support you and allow you to be in your zone of genius while they are working in theirs. And with that, we need to go to the Greatness Minute because otherwise we're going to pass the whole show. We're not going to get it. So we're going to go to the Greatness Minute. And when we come back, I want to talk about, Shay, some of the qualities. I want to be sure that we're tying this for leaders because, again, leaders are those folks in a corporate organization, right? That corporation needs the revenue coming in. Leaders, you are a part of what's driving that message, but not if you're not selling. If you're not selling uh, your visions, if people are not buying what you're putting down, then you likely are stagnant with your team, and therefore you might be the cog clogging up the pipeline for the revenue for the organization and you certainly don't want to be that as well so let's go to the greatness minute and then come back and i want to talk about shay some qualities that help us be better at like what do we need to dial into personally to get better at this after this after the greatness minute
2: Hi everyone, this is Mariah, The Greatness Engineer with you today. Welcome to The Greatness Minute. Do you know that the majority of people think that they can't actually do great things? So are you part of this majority? If you're part of this majority, I have good news for you. You can actually become great. We all have this ability to become great, we just need the passion, the drive and to take risk because risk is part of the is part of the journey to greatness so if you are part of this majority of people who think that they can't actually become great i encourage you to change your paradigm change your perp- perspective step out of your comfort zone be confident in what you you can bring to the table and i want to actually highlight to you that you are actually the one blocking your greatness. So get out of your way and go after this greatness that is waiting for you. So if I have something to tell you for this week is to get out of your way and unleash your greatness. That's all I have for you today. See you next week.
0: When I made that phone call to Shay, I was getting out of my way, Marae. I was getting out of my own way because I'm thinking I don't need to do it all. I don't need to be the one to do it all, right, Shay? So that's why you bring on a team uh, to really support your vision and moving forward. So Shay, In order to do this and in order to be a better salesperson, because most of us are not thinking about that. We're thinking that we're just showing up in service, but not thinking about really the fact that we're selling our vision. What are some qualities? So actually, let me come back to you, Shay Moray. Let me start with you. When you think about selling a great person who can sell, um, whether it's a vision, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, what are some of the qualities that come to mind? And if you're out there listening, I want you to be thinking about this. And do you have these qualities? Are you owning these qualities in yourself? So, Murray, what comes to mind for you and great people that can sell?
2: Uh, first thing is com- communicate well, because you have to be able to articulate you know, what you're what you're selling and why you're doing it. So that's the first thing, listening as well, because it's not about you, it's about the person that you're serving. So you want to know what what they need, what they want and uh, how they want it. And I think this part is, of, is always the one that we're lacking. We don't listen. We want to, you know, we have a product, we have a service we want to impose. So we we forget to listen to the person that we interacting with. So that's that's sometimes the blocker. And the next, the next thing is you have to be resilient, get the feedback because sometimes you have a no, but it doesn't mean that the cell is, you know, it's the end of the cell. It's just a matter for you to get the feedback and understand why this know is happening, and then come back stronger uh, with you know with your sell your selling proposition. And I think that's I think those are the key one that I, that I see when I I you know I I I can talk about sell. You know,
0: I, I love the communication right because listening mm-hmm. most times when we're thinking about communication, we're thinking about speaking. But Mm -hmm. listening is one of the most important aspects of communication. So along with the communication, Marae, I'm thinking of, you know, when I think of leaders and trying to get buy-in, sometimes I think that they have not done a good job of painting the vision of what's in it for other people. So I was just Mm -hmm. talking to a group of leaders who said, what do you do with people who are not buying in? We, We told them what to do and they were not making the change, the behaviors that you have not sold them. Mm -hmm. You haven't, you haven't made the sale you've told them, but telling isn't teaching, right? And so you told them what to do, but you have not sold them on the vision of where you're going and why that's important. And the passion behind that is important. So we've got communication. I think being able to paint the picture and the vision, Shay, when you think about qualities that we need to embody in order to be better at selling ourselves right? And everything we do, selling ourselves, what are some top qualities that come to mind for you?
3: You know, a couple of tough, uh, top qualities come to mind, and I learned it from you, Rhonda, with leadership above the grind. I love what you're doing with this whole be a stress-free leader, because a number of folks think that it's so stressful being a leader, and there's so much pressure being a leader, and and you take all of that away. And if I had to sum it up in probably four words, we like to make things easy, easy to understand, easy to execute, easy to understand and easy to execute I would say this systems beat goals every single time it's so one about 12 rules for life we've got 12 but one of them is systems beat goals every single time because systems are duplicatable systems are repeatable and systems is something you can hand off to someone else so Shay let's take a look inside of the leadership system so there I was working with a manager and they were working with a company and they've had several employees that are working virtually. Duh, that's where we are right now, all over the world. And their biggest challenge was trying to get more out of the team that they were working with, right? So they wanted mm-hmm. to have more impact is what they called it. You know how that works. Mm-hmm. And so they brought us aboard because we brought the idea that they had to sell. But as I was working with them, I said, you know, I think there's just three skills that you need. And I'm not a leadership guru. You go to Rhonda, for that like ronda dr ronda she can throw that thing down but from a sales view and i see the world through a sales view i said there's three things we've got to do i said the first thing we've got to do is we got to three words create a compelling future i believe anyone can deal with a tough today or anyone can get motivated to take some action if there's a compelling tomorrow Rhonda alluded to the vision i'm putting it in the shea brown language by the way and the compelling tomorrow means what's not in it for them but are they part of something bigger than themselves? And yes, communication is the underline behind everything, right? I don't know how you take communication out. So everyone got to be able to communicate, but what happens beyond communication? What are you communicating? The problem is most folks are great communicators. They can write, they can talk, they can do this, but they can't create a compelling future. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about inside of communication. What does that mean? You can go Google it. I don't know what the definition means. Why would I even care anymore? We're in a whole new world. I don't know when the book was freaking written, right? Let's talk about today's time. Create a compelling future. Shay, how do I do that? What's two skills I can walk away with today? If I get better at just doing this in my organization, I'm now going to get people to do more Mm -hmm. as part of a team. And that's, at the end of the day, a leader needs someone to go do something, right? Otherwise you freaking do it yourself, right? So I said, okay, there's two things. First, we talk about create a compelling future. And then we worked on two areas. And one of them wasn't even my area. I referred them to someone else. I said, number one, get better at storytelling. Mm-hmm. You better storytelling to connect. I made one goal during my time during the pandemic, which is further behind us than it is today. And as devastating as it was or is, I lost family members to it. So I know I'm very sensitive to it, but it fast forwarded me 15 years in the future. Matter of fact, you came along the journey. We're from 15 years in the future without being 15 years older. <laughs> that kind of cool. And so I said to myself, get better at storytelling. Now, if you're a leader and thinking, I got that wire, you're already lost. Because all great leaders believe one thing. I have there's one common belief we all have, and that's we can always get better. Yep. And so, as you're listening right now, how do I get better at storytelling so that I can connect with my team so there I can create a compelling future? And then the second level behind that is be able to get them to take some type of action.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The university rewards people who take action differently than those that don't. When your team takes action, good or bad, I like to always say, you don't have to get it right all the time. You just got to get going, unless you're the accountant, obviously. You better get the accountant right. And so for leaders, what are the three things? <laughs> Create a compelling future. How do I do that? Get better at storytelling to connect with individuals on your team, which need different stories, different levels, different times, different places. That's all relatability, being relatable and relevant. And then the third one above all else is move them to take action. Because the biggest problem with some leaders is that folks aren't taking enough action. There's one thing if there's a quality issue. You're taking action. They didn't get it right. They didn't build their skills. But as they take action, do you know what takes place? And this is what all great leaders, I believe, are born to do and have to do, is you create other leaders. So you're creating other leaders around you. That's a quality, a skill set. I don't know where it falls in Rhonda's list, but it's got to be in the top five. Yeah. Rhonda would probably hire you. She's not an HR person, but as a leader, she'd probably hire you if you can come aboard and you can create other leaders. I'll tell a story real quick. And I told Rhonda's two story. uh, Someone very close to me now just became another leader. Right. And they've got four managers, uh, four supervisors working underneath them and 78 employees. And their whole goal for being transferred over to this department was to create other leaders inside the department. How are they going to do that? But they won't freaking communicate. They can't send more emails, can't write more text messages. They'll communicate through stories. They'll be create a compelling future and then they'll get them to take action and they'll guide them as they're taking action because they'll learn the skill set because repetition is the mother of all learning. How do we get better? Because we do it. That's what I believe is, is, is the characteristic of mm-hmm. leaving. I'm not saying communication that important. Duh, rah. And more- Morello is right on point. I'm looking at it from a sales perspective, okay? Right right on point. Influence, right on point. But it isn't about what are they, it's how do you do it. See, that, that's the key. You got to have a system to implement what you know. Quick story, Rhonda, I was speaking on the stage and for all leaders, this is going to relate to you because you might have to get your team going. Not motivate them, not inspire. There's some leaders that do that. That's not my gig. I'm not a freaking counselor. I can't get people to do something they don't want to do. I don't even want that job. Bless all of you who have that gift. That's not my gig, by the way, okay? Okay, it's not my gig. I want to put a system in place that people can follow, they can duplicate. So I'm on a stage, now I was supposed to speak to this group. I was really excited. Over 800 people there. It's one of my gigs. This seven years ago. And right before I was going on stage, they said, Shay, sorry to tell you this, you only have five minutes. Now, I'm supposed to have an hour, but they were running behind, and I wasn't a featured speaker. You know, that happens. You know how it is when you're not that guy, right? And, and so I said, Five minutes? What can I possibly say in five minutes? And I'm going to say in less than one minute. I'm going to sum up what I told them. It's one of my 12 rules for life. Got on that stage, got in front of the audience. And the first thing I said to the audience is, hey, look, y'all are already brilliant. I know y'all are good. at Y'all wouldn't be here at this event right now. But here's what will take you to the next level. If all leaders, I believe you can share this with your team. Here it is. Do what you know. That's it. Some of you, you got to be a leader of yourself first. Some of you, is just more about diet and exercise. You'll live a long life. Some of you, it's spend less than you make. Some of you, is in relationships. What Ron is talking about is communicating as a leader for you. Maybe it is being better at storytelling. Maybe it is better creating a compelling future. Maybe it is better at having more influence on the vision of the organization to get them to do their part because they're buying into the mission. Put that in your notes. They're buying into the goals. Put that in your notes. And they're buying into the objectives by which they are managed by if they just do what they know they should do and what they've been taught to do, then your job becomes a lot easier. So mm-hmm. how about I that? Point? Wow. <laughs> do what you know, okay, do what you know. Do what you know in life and in business and you'll live a happier, more joyful, more soulful, more fulfilling life. And what's the difference between success and fulfilled? According to Shea Brown, coming to you, Rhonda, now, what's the difference? Because you're a leader. So you got to be able to answer the question. I'm going to answer for me. I don't know what it is for you. Success, is you just get what you want. So if you're a leader... And you get someone to do something. You get a bonus. You're successful. I, I buy a new car. That's success. I get, a, I get married. That's success. It says that you get what you want because you worked hard for it. Fulfillment is when you do what you were born to do. And some folks are in positions and they were born to do it and they love what to do. it. I love what Ross says. She says, I love what I do. And so when they get to that level and they get to a level of fulfillment, maybe as a leader, that might be a little advanced for some of you, but as a leader, you're beyond all the other training. Now you have to get them to get more fulfillment. They're successful. You get them A1 ratings every freaking year. Now it's about how you get them to have more fulfillment. They can be successful and fulfilled at the same time. You do it as a leader and create more leaders. You got it. Back over to you, Rhonda.
0: Oh my goodness, Shay. There's so much in there. I couldn't unpack it if I had a suitcase. So... <laughs> Hold on one second. So we've got Michael out there. Hey, Michael. He said, "Um, as you've seen from my post, you need to remember my quote, asking for help is a sign of strength and not a sign of weakness. If you can't sell, get people who can. You are not a good speaker. Get a mouthpiece for your company. Team effort produces results. Michael, you are so right. So often we think as leaders, we are, not, um, we are not successful or we are not good if we can't do it all. So D said, I just had this discussion with a peer for those of us who like to get the work done and have it speak for itself. Having to prom- self-promote is deeply annoying. Shay is so right. Hire or get out there and do what you need to do. I will say this also, D. self-promotion is why people don't get the raise, It's why you don't get the, you don't get the promotion. It's why you're wondering why the guy who has substandard work is the one with all of the cheerleaders. It's because those of us like me who don't want to self-promote are missing it, right? We have to be able to sell ourselves, sell our vision, sell our message, sell our work all day long. If you walk away with nothing else, I want people to hear that. So Roz, welcome back. And uh, we have just we have just been listening to Shay really break down for us the importance of all of these different elements. But I'm gonna pause for a second and then I'm gonna bring you in, Roz, because we're gonna do our top two. Y'all ready for the top two? Before we miss it today, we've got to do our top two. Get ready. I'll give you the question right on the other side of this. All right, so my question for today, my top two, are you out there? Are you ready? Get ready to type your answers in the chat. Who are the top two people you wish you could have lunch with? The top two people you would like to have lunch with. They don't have a gatekeeper. They don't have anybody keeping you out. They don't have anybody saying, no, Roz, you can't get to this person. You've got to them, you got a lunch date. Who are the top two people you want to have lunch with? All right, Ms. Roz, what, what you
1: got? Um, Jesus and Cicely Tyson. Oh, Jesus
0: and Cicely Tyson. I knew Jesus was going to come up today. I just knew that was going to be one together. All right. All right, Marae, what you got? Who would you like to have lunch with? You're on mute. <laughs>
2: Can I pass? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many people.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Let's go to Shay, and we'll come back to you, Shay. Who would you like sure, to yeah, have? lunch there's, there's,
3: there's, there's two folks that I want to uh, do lunch with and live in today, so I can do that. Uh, the first one would be, I think, the greatest president of our time, at least in the United States of America, is President Barack Obama. I would love to sit down with him and just just have a conversation. I think that would just be totally incredible because of where his spirit is, of his heart to give, and his heart to serve, and I would love to do that. And and the next person is someone now who's going to be representing us on the Supreme Court right now. And it's a black woman. And I'd love to be there with Justice Brown right now just to have a conversation before she gets into her cases, before she deals with everything she's going to be dealing with, just to hear about the journey, um, how she was built, her philosophies. Um, It's going to set the tone, I believe, for many, many generations and so, those are two folks um, that are here today. And if they're listening, by the way, I say, Well, Shay, we want to bring you in. I would love to sit down with you. Thanks to Rhonda. And I would love to have lunch with you. And it's on me. Lunch <laughs> on me. It's on me. It's on me.
0: That is awesome. Thank you so much. All right, Maria. Anybody come to mind yet?
2: So uh, the the first that come to mind is actually the um, Graca Machel. She used to, she she was Mandela's uh, wife, and she's been the wife of two president. And so I really want to sit down with her to know how she's you know doing all of this, just having president as uh, you know as, as husband. Uh, so that's one thing, and. Uh, The second person is actually uh, a young lady um, who is uh, right now uh, championing um, the mutilation of girls, you know, in in, uh, sexual mutilation of girls. I can't remember her name, but that's somebody that I really want to sit down with and understand, uh, you know, the passion that she has to do that, so... So uh, oh, that's going awesome. to be the two, the two people.
0: Thank you. Does anyone know the name of the young lady who right now is doing all the global, um, the work on the environment? Um, she's a young lady and she's had a powerful impact on really talking about sustainability. Greta. Yes. Yes. Greta,
2: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: That's who I think for me, that would be one person that I would love to sit down with. Um, and then for me, the other one of course would be Oprah because she's just a wealth of knowledge and, Um, just passion and she's got so much wisdom I would just love to sit down with her and just listen right to listen to her so out there we have Michael who said Rhonda Williams what I'm right here Michael you can have lunch with me anytime I am all about it about about it as they say would love to have lunch with you Um, and Michael are you back in the States or are you over in Russia Uh, let us know where you are Michael and then Zig Ziglar is the other one okay Regina said Denzel and Oprah. Um, and then Dee said Ursula Burns and Maya Angelou. Um, and then mom said Jesus and Obama. Good stuff. All right, fantastic. So we are getting ready to move into our final closing segments. We've had so much, uh, so much discussion here. I hope you all have taken something away. Before we leave this, please take a moment to like and share this video. Um, there is someone out there who's going to find something of value in this conversation that we have with Mr. Shay Brown um, today. But we're going to go into our what's in our Cup" segment where we're going to ask you what you're taking away from the conversation. And we're going to share our thoughts on what we're taking away as well. Before we do, we got to do our picture, our photo. Hold up your cups. Mara, I can't see your cup. It might be your, yeah. I think <laughs> it out. Mariah's cup is invisible. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. That's probably as good as it's going to get. Let me make sure. Yeah. You can the comment. There we go. Got it. Thank you. My cup
2: is invisible. Yes. <laughs> your, your, your
0: cup is invisible. So let's begin to do our wrap up. If you're out there listening and you've enjoyed the conversation, we've been talking about sales, the importance of sales, how you show up, what it means as a leader to really lean into that space of selling from the perspective of service and to be able to sell your products if you're an entrepreneur, how you show up for your customers. So what are you taking away from this conversation? What's it to do for you? Let's switch it up a bit. What's it to do for you? coming out of this conversation. I am an action taker. Like Mr. Shea Brown says, right? The universe rewards those who take action differently than those who don't. I will always remember that. And I remembered it before you even said it today because from our time in the past. So let's do our what's in your cup segment and we'll do our wrap up. And Roz will come to you first for your final thoughts right after this. So as we do our final takeaway, we've had some really great conversations. So share with us what we put in your cup today. What was the knowledge, the information that we put in your cup today that's going to spur you into action? What is that action? What are you walking away with? And what will you be doing differently as a result of our conversation today? Roz, let's come to you first.
1: Um, I'm, I'm still going to fall on what Shay says, that my service it's not in vain I'm, I'm gonna go a little bible my service is not in vain and then also to to be consistent continue to be consistent because that's a seed being sown and consistency is watching it grow so mm-hmm. to continue to be consistent
0: awesome thank you so much rods marae
2: so uh, i'll stick to the service as well and the other thing is the cell is uh, team sport and and i think the delegation is sometimes very hard for leaders. It's important to understand that if we don't know and we can't do it, we can always hire or uh, talk to a person that can actually do it better than us. So that's uh, I think that's the key thing for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Marae, and, um, and Shay, let's come to you for your th- final thoughts on what would you like people to walk away from this conversation with and then also share with them how they can uh, connect with you and learn more about the amazing work that you're doing in the world.
3: Sure. Let me just tell you what, what, my, what was in my cup, by the way. What was, what was in my cup was what you're doing here, Rhonda, which is collaboration. I believe that collaboration crushes competition. So for all the leaders that are out there ask yourself how can you collaborate even more with your team or with other departments and you'll do more you'll be more you'll have more you'll go further when you collaborate with a team collaboration crushes competition i'll say that um how you can connect with me before i give you my final comments uh you can connect with me right online for those folks that say shay i just want to get the idea on how to build my own seven-figure sales team i don't even want to learn how to sell no more i'm good where i'm at I can get better, but who can just do it for me, right? Uh, let me give you a, a word. You can just text the word TEAM if you're out there. Just text the word TEAM, just one word. Text the word TEAM, and you text it right to my number, which is 202-270-1662. Now, when you text the word TEAM to 202-270-1662, I'll send you our seven-figure playbook. You can, how to build a seven-figure sales team. We'd love to do that. You can go do it on your own. Um, again, text the word TEAM to 202 202- two seven zero one six six two now make sure you include your first name because there might be more than one Rhonda out there include your last name that'll be important some of you are still doing it the old school way you send me your emails some of you want me just to text it right to you some of you want to get an email all right however it works for you it's my free gift there's no upsell no downsell no funnels and all that it's just for folks who have a heart to give a heart to serve but they know the success is a team sport and like jay it's time for you just to get a sales team even if i'm the number one salesperson which you probably will be for a while because you're the evangelist of the cause you're in, even as a leader. Um, Here's what I would close with. One of our 12 rules for life, Rhonda. One of our 12 rules for life is this whole concept, this whole philosophy that today is my January 1st. You can put that down in your notes, that today is my january 1st you get a fresh start you get to do over that your past no longer equals your future and i want you to, to hold that idea for a moment because let me frame and see how that concept came about the way the concept came about today is my january 1st is i don't know i was in seventh grade and i got in trouble because i was in school i got in a lot of trouble by the way and so i got suspended again and my mother mother dear decided to take my atari game away from me now some of y'all know about atari because that was pre all the other cool stuff we have now but my atari game was was taken away so i decided to do something that i learned to do in church right because in church every december 31st at our church at the time Everyone would come together and have to write a letter to the Lord, and then the, they would pray over it. they take the letter out, and then the letter, you was thankful for what you had, you asked for forgiveness, and then you talk about what you're going to create in the future. And it became a fresh start and a do over. So I'm thinking to myself, well, it's not December 31st, but why don't I, I go to Mother Dear, give her this letter, and say, Mother, I got in trouble, but I'm asking for forgiveness. Give me a fresh start. It didn't work by the way it didn't work at all mother did not do that the atari game stayed away for two weeks but <laughs> here's the pet point here's the message here's why i connect that to you because maybe for you as a leader you have to tell yourself that today is your january 1st you get a fresh start with your team you get an opportunity to influence you get an opportunity to impact you get an opportunity to improve your skills first so first you improve yourself and then you can go out there and improve your team today Is your January 1st? Today is your January 1st. Y'all that ain't knows today, not tomorrow, is my January 1st. Doesn't that feel good? The excitement that you had back on December 31st. Remember how excited you were after a couple drinks on the back of a napkin? You couldn't wait to get started for this year. Think about where you are now. You can reignite that excitement right now as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a wife, or in an intimate relationship. Today is your January 1st. When you walk out with that you got the energy, you've got the power, and you've got what you need. Rhonda, thanks for having me on the show. Happy birthday to you again. Happy birthday, Roz. Thank you, Morell. Thank you both. You're all amazing. You're incredible. And thank you, 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 the viewer, you, the persons out there. Come back. Come back next week. Don't ever miss an episode. Maybe I'll be back again one day. Don't ever miss an episode. That's my plug. Y'all expect me to do that, don't you? Come back and tune in with Rhonda. She's incredible. She's amazing. Thanks a lot, Rhonda. Back over to you. My name, by the way, for those who want to know, is Shay Brown, the Happy Entrepreneur.
0: Thank you so much, Shay. That was incredible. It's been such a pleasure having you. Let's see our final comments from our viewers out there. Amina said, absolutely empowering insights. Thank you, Rhonda and team, and keep safe. Regina says, I will continue to lean harder into action. Michael says, my takeaway, sell the benefits, not the service. Regina says, I love service. So proud to be in service. And Amina said, reflect and build on to be better. David joined us as well. He said, grateful day. He'll have to watch the replay, Shay. He's missed you. And What's he's up, also, David?
3: I know David. Lots
0: of birthday wishes coming in. Um, and then Michael said, have a good day. Another good show. Thanks to all three of you. Absolutely, Michael. So great to have you with us. So I'm going to leave you with this for my takeaway. As I think about this, always through my lens of leadership, right? Shay's lens is always through uh, sort of looking at that sales perspective. My lens is always going to the leadership. I want to take everything that we do and show how it connects to leadership, minimally leadership of self. Forget about a, a title. Forget about a formal role of leadership. You must first lead yourself. And all of these conversations are along with that. So here's a quote that really spoke to me. by That is my final takeaway from you. I don't care what you're doing. You are in sales, whether you know it or not, whether you realize it or not. So embracing it and leaning into that only gets you more of what you want and less of what you don't. So for all of my amazing um, folks out there listening, we are so thankful that you tuned in to us uh, and with us today. For our co-hosts and our guests, there is a link in a private chat that will take you to our short debrief section. So we'll see you over there in just a second. For everyone else out there, thank you for joining me on this very special birthday edition oh, of the, the Poppy with show. Say that again, Marae? Happy
2: birthday, to you. Happy, birthday.
0: Happy birthday
2: to you Happy birthday to you ronda. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you Happy birthday to you Joyeux anniversaire Joyeux anniversaire Joyeux anniversaire ronda Joyeux
0: anniversaire. <laughs> Woohoo! I've never had birthdays sung in French to me before. So that is pretty special and very, very awesome. Thank you all so much for being here on this special edition. I invited Shay to this show just because I know he would bring the fire, the heat, as always. My friend and my mentor, thank you so much. I am so, so honored to have you join the show with us. For everyone else, we are looking forward to joining you again next week on another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. I'll see the rest of you in the debrief uh, room in just a second.